Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. Today, we might say we're having another heart talk. Some recent events set me thinking and I thought I should share my thoughts with you on Voice of Change. There have been primaries and there have been presidential candidates chosen for three parties now. A lot of us are thinking very deeply about what the future of the nation is and what the future of the nation should be. Whenever I need to face a question like this, who do you vote for? First, I do not agree with those who come in front of their congregations and tell them who to vote for, either in a mosque or in a church or whichever gathering. I believe that the place of all leaders, religious, spiritual, especially people of all faiths, the place of the leaders is to tell you the guidelines to look out for track record, morality, competence, capability, integrity. These qualities tell you what to look for in a potential leader. And then you'll be armed with the information you need to vote. I say to people, when you're in a plane, do you ask what party the pilot belongs to? Do you ask what ethnicity he is? Do you want to know what tribe he belongs to? Do you want to know what gender he or she is? No, you want to know that the pilot is of sound mind. The pilot has the capacity, the capability, the track record, the competence to fly that plane between New York and Lagos and land you safely. It doesn't matter to you what their tribe is. In fact, it doesn't matter to you what their religion is. It's of no consequence. What matters is, are they capable of doing the job? Secondly, if there's money going to be handled and if financial probity and accountability is key to the success of the enterprise, you want to know, can they be trusted with money? If empathy is needed, you want to know the morality of the people involved. In one word, do they care about the people they have promised to serve? You want to know, have they ever been involved in a business venture and actually succeeded? <laughs> These are the things we want to know. But don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to Voice of Change. We'll be back after these messages. Voice of Change, sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change Podcast today on iTunes and Spotify. And don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jimoke Adenowo, and I'm more active on Instagram, at Jimoke Adenowo. I was traveling in the United States, and because there's been a fuel shortage, as we know, because of supply chain issues and all, there were all sorts of cancellations, all sorts of delays in the flight schedules. Everything was in disarray. And I was wondering, what's up? Until someone said, oh, you know, there are fuel issues. And then I thought, 
the entire aviation industry in Nigeria exists in an ecosystem of issue after issue after issue. Availability of fuel being one of the least, and yet they managed to take off. I had a new healthy respect for Nigerian entrepreneurs, corporations and MNCs that exist and function within this ecosystem. So Nigerians, the truth is, we function in a system that is near to collapse. Hardly anything is predictable. The infrastructure is in decline. Power, the grid has collapsed. Fuel, the supply is not predictable. As business people, we cannot make projections. Yet we run poultries, not knowing from one day to the other the cost of feed and if the feed will be available. We run businesses without power, manufacturing industries without power, and without being able to project for the cost of diesel which for us is the alternative fuel source. We may say a lot of things about Nigerians, but we have to hand it to us that we are an extremely resourceful and adaptable people. I said in one of my broadcasts recently that I am too sure that if the brain of the Nigerian surviving in Nigeria today is studied, we would have found that because the brain adapts, that the brains of Nigerians have mutated. Yes, mutated to brains that cope with any eventuality that know how to have with brains that calculate for five, six, seven scenarios at a time. Mean, if I get to the bus stop and there is no bus, I will do this. If my plan B does not work, I move to C. If plan C does not work, I move to D, E and F. At any rate, I will get to work. If I get to work and there's no power supply, this is how I will complete my assignment. If that fails, I move to that. So the very fact that a Nigerian makes a promise to deliver on anything, on any task, product, project at all, and actually does so in this environment is a testament to the versatility, adaptability, resourcefulness, mental strength, and physical agility. I'm saying this not to say it is a good thing that we're becoming what we're becoming. I'm saying this to say it is time that we become normal as a nation again. It is time that those who promised to take the reins of government so that they could govern and the facilities and infrastructure that are normal for life in the 21st century are provided so that Nigerians can live a normal life it is time that they begin to put this in place. There must be power. There must be water supply. There must be robust health services. There must be qualitative education available at a price that those who earn a living wage can afford, whichever way. I'm not insisting on free education. It's a universal right right now by the United Nations to have universal basic education for all children. The things that are normal should become normal so that Nigerians can begin to fulfill their potential. A lot of energy is wasted, squandered on just providing the facilities that the government is being paid tax to provide. 
Note that the tax authorities never relent in collecting tax, especially from ordinary citizens, while those who are really, really rich pay a pittance, a fraction of what they're meant to pay. Soon, bags of money will start changing hands. Soon, people will think it's their own payday and their own payout. Do you have relatives who are illiterate? Do you have relatives who vote because of bags of rights? Call them. Hold family meetings. The time has come for those who know to tell those who do not know. Yes, it is now our duty. You know those who collect money in your compound, speak to them. You know those who collect money in your family, speak to them. You're a man, your wife is in the market, she collects money to vote, speak to her. Your husband collects money to vote as a delegate, speak to him. The time has come. We are the ones who must, from the very grassroots, begin to effect a change in our own country. Because when everything goes bad, who feels it first? The grassroots. We feel it first, the people on the streets, the people who go about their daily business without any government patronage. We feel it first. Therefore, it is now our duty and our responsibility to fix the country, to not allow those who are destroying it because of thousands of dollars here, thousands of naira here, get all of us into a mess. If they will not listen, we will make them listen. It's time for us to take personal responsibility. What are you doing about 2023? This election, wake up your grandmother. Because I hear even grandmothers ask for 3,000 naira to vote. Wake up the student who is asking for 1,000 naira. Wake up everybody and let them understand that we are heading towards and are probably right now in a systemic failure. No matter what it takes to get your PBC, get it. As an employer of labor, anyone who needs time off work to go get their PVC can take it from me. They must get their PVC. This time around, people must vote with all their rationale and vote with the future in mind. A nation cannot continue to make mistakes the way we are doing in Nigeria. Maybe the chances are running out. We need to wake up. We might not have another chance after 2023 to write this ship of state that is right now faltering and right now heading right towards the rapids. We need to wake up. Do you have your PVC? Yes, I know you got that 6.47 a.m. and you are number 254. Get that PVC. When we get that PVC, we will vote. And when we vote, we will protect our vote. Whatever is going to take, we need to face the fact we are heading towards collapse. May your country not collapse on your watch while you're over 18 and capable of voting in whichever country in the world you decide to relocate to may you not tell stories to your children's children of how you were watching and did not perform your minimum civic duty when it was time to do so it's time